Small Studio is made possible by a grant from the Herbert Simon Family Foundation and with support from Nito Art Shop and Sun King Brewery. All right. They fed lies to heathens, old sins of treason, and all the while you thought that they had it right, the great surprise. Oh, they begged to borrow, they paid back in sorrow, but in the war of children they had it Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll take a second to introduce the band. This is Rachel Inneking. She clearly plays keyboards. <laughs> this is Ben Leslie, Melanie Rao, and I'm Adam Gross. Uh, wasted Ice. <laughs> Thank you. 
gold reveals the eyes of the ears have heard the noise inside a noise That was off our first release that we put out. It is. Uh, seven Inch we put out on Insta Recordings. Um, this next song is our last song, and it's off our upcoming full-length LP. It's called We All Decided No. Oh, we need deceased to feed the ones Live beside the side to conquer love. They stole the old, the breast, and curious son. And won the undertaken by the gun. We all decided no. We all decided. We had the Oh 
yeah, they said the sun was setting. What a lie, a lie, a lie. Oh, yeah, they said we'd all regret it. Oh, were they right? And I, they right on. And all this in the silence. Oh, the eyes over the rise of all the Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I forgot to mention Facebook. Oh, okay. So you can check us out There's online uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash yesmwolf and uh, Bandcamp, smwolf.bandcamp.com. All of our albums are up there. Um, you can also get our albums from Jurassic Pop's website and in-store recordings website. And thank you. Thank you. And now, an interview with S.M. Wolf from WFYI's Jill Dittmeyer. I do want to go around and have everybody tell me their name again and what um, part in the band you play, what instrument you play, what you do. I'm Melanie, and I play the drums. I'm Adam, and I play guitar and sing. I'm Ben, and I play the bass and backup vocals. I'm Rachel, and I play the keys. And you all have other jobs as well. What does everybody do in their, quote, real job? (laughs) (laughs) I work for a company called New Hope of Indiana with uh, individuals with special needs. And it's the best. (laughs) I'm a kindergarten special education teacher. At what school? At uh, IPS 61. Mm -hmm. I work for Center for Interfaith Cooperation running an AmeriCorps program. I work for a local record label called Joyful Noise Recordings. How did you guys all get together and create this band? <coughs> um, well, uh, Ben and I have been, used to be in another band called Amo Joy, and we were in that for quite a few years. Um, Rachel and I were in another band called Raw McCartney. That's where I met Rachel. Um, and Melanie and I are married. That's not why she's in the band. But um, <laughs> we've been in three bands. We have been in <laughs> three bands before this. So we've all played together before. Um, so when the time came to kind of form this band, it it just seemed really right. Adam invited us to play in the band after he wrote and recorded all the songs of our first release. That's true. Yeah. And so, how long have you guys all been together then? Oh, two and a half yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Summer of 2013, I think, was our first show. Yeah. Yeah. Since you guys have all been in other bands and now you're in this one, how can you tell if you're in a group that's really working or that you want it to work? Or how, how does that, because I hear that a lot from people like, oh, yeah. I was in that band and then now there was somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've never wanted to kill each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never happened. <laughs> Point number one. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, we frequently, we're all like, great friends so we I mean we just get together and hang out often instead of practice sometimes <laughs> or we'll go to practice and be like ah, let's just hang out <laughs> um, so I, I think that's a really important thing 
to like keep friendship alive at the same time that you're keeping like music going a lot of it's about the momentum of the songwriting i think so adam wrote songs in the prior bands we were in but then he started writing songs with a new vibe with a new intention behind them and he wanted to call them something different and so that kind of gained its own momentum and it's it's really easy to play in a band that has where the songs have their own life and their own momentum and we're just sort of filling them out and having fun so this is a different kind of momentum than for all of you mm, yeah with this? definitely yeah and what is it about this vibe <coughs> then that that attracts all of you to it uh it's uh, happy yeah it's just good it's all feel good for the mm-hmm. most part good energy it never feels like uh stagnant um like playing mm-hmm. shows never feels like a chore or that we're doing the same thing every night or every week um we're kind of constantly trying new things and willing to experiment with each other's ideas and i think that keeps it fresh and feels like we're we're always going forward yeah and as i mean being in other bands before and being a i guess quote unquote band leader in other bands I personally, and I think we all have learned several things not to do <laughs> in a band. <laughs> so I, I think that it, you know, uh, learned from our mistakes and, you know, we're seasoned enough to just know how to get along and, and enjoy n- it. Enjoy it instead of treat it as a job. And respectful of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does being around kindergartners all day have anything to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think uh, it's nice to, uh, you know, blow off steam at the end of the day. It's nice to get out some, uh, I don't know, I would, they have so much energy that they drain me. Um, so it's nice to reboot my energy with music. <laughs> I was going to say that actually it's a when you're in college and in a band or you know younger there are lots of things you do that you feel like are your favorite things <coughs> but now now that we all have day jobs it's like this is my favorite thing you know what I mean we yeah. play a show and it's like wow that's that was great you know um it wasn't necessarily better than before um but it just it's uh it's more relieving of the everyday duties of life than it was before is the hope to be able to do this all t- all the time as a full-time professional job and tour and if we could i think we would if if the opportunity arose um i think we would take it i think we'd be hesitant to like go into something and if it was a not quite a guaranteed thing but um I mean, we're definitely trying to get on the road more and uh, we're putting out a new album in October and um, we'll be doing, or in no, sorry, in November. Um, and we're going to be doing a lot of promotion for that and stuff. So kind of hoping that I helps things out. I, I think too that we, we're lucky, all four of us are lucky in the sense that like this can be a very integral part of our life as it is now too. Yeah. So, I feel uh, I feel like a cohesion between playing in a band and then the work that we all do as well and the lives that we lead. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
the November album, what, mm-hmm. what's it, the title, and did you play any of that music when you were in there today? Yep. Uh, two of the songs we played today are on that album. Um, the first song, Lies to Heathens, and the last song, We All Decided No, are on that album. Um, it's coming out November 7th on two local labels, Jurassic Pop Recordings and In-Store Recordings. Um, it's going to be released on a like full-length vinyl and also on CD. Very cool. What are the pros and cons of being married and being in a band? <laughs> I feel like it's separate, you know? Like, being in a band is kind of like a marriage anyway. Yeah. And you have to have that good communication with everybody. So, I don't know. It's 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 pretty much... We're all married in the band. So, it's... Yeah. I don't know. It's not, it's not really that different when we play shows and practice... We're not in that, like, weird mindset. We don't get in, like, rom- I don't know, romantic fights <laughs> or relationship Most fights. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> when we try to keep those separate and not bring them into it, but we, we still don't have, have that many fights in general. We're not. We're not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, we never fight <laughs> as it is. So it's, it. I don't know. It really doesn't make, I don't know. Yeah, I think we've all, like, I've always said that, you know, being in a band with somebody is, it's its different than just being someone's friend. It's its very much like a familial relationship. Um, so it is like being married to everybody. Um, and I mean, it's, it's great because we're both at home and at practice on time all the time. Right. Because we <laughs> practice at our house. So how, how long have you guys been married? Almost three years. Three years. Because yeah. you do, you refer to yourself <clears throat> as a power pop family band. Yeah. <laughs> and is that just something you made up, or is there this family band genre out there that I'm well, just not aware of? No, I remember reading uh, this uh, book of John Lennon interviews, and there were these interviews he did with Rolling Stone that had just like resurfaced. They like never got printed like shortly after the Beatles broke up. And uh, John had put out his first solo album, which Yoko was on, and then Paul put out his first album, which Linda was on, and John was like, you know, Yoko and I did the family band album thing, and now Paul's trying to do the family band album thing, and I always thought, like, that's really cool, and I do feel like we're a family, you know, like, I mean, Mel and I are married, you know, I've known Ben for forever, Rachel's like my sister, so it's we're I feel like we're a family so we're gonna start that genre <laughs> along with John Lennon and yeah. Paul <laughs> bringing it back <laughs> bringing it back how old are you guys 29 30 27 I'm 24 okay that's why I figured you're all 20s <laughs> all right let's talk a little bit about Halloween you told me <laughs> Halloween is your favorite Ooh. holiday why <laughs> is that Melody, you yeah, should take I this know, one. I know, I was going to say, Mel. <laughs> That's such a difficult question. It's everything. It's the weather, first of all, scarves, anything about pumpkins, <laughs> scary movies, um, sweaters, uh, three pairs of socks. I, I, I could keep going. It's all wonderful, uh, you know, just everything about it. So, And you told me you guys play usually somewhere on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Do you sp- pick specific songs and music to sing on that <laughs> night or yeah last year um i mean last year we played 
all of our songs except we opened with a song from um Eraserhead. Eraserhead. And we all switched instruments. So Melanie played guitar and sang, and I played drums, and Ben played keys, and Rachel played bass. But so. it was really good. It was heavy and kind of dark. Yeah. But it was it was perfect. And scary because no one knew what was going on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we all came out and we were playing different things and it was very strange and terribly frightening. I would like to preface that by saying I don't play bass. So I didn't know what I was doing. But you do play guitar. Yeah, yeah. We're all we all play several things. So that's also a really nice thing about being in the band is that like we can give each other tips on like, oh, try this thing on the drums, or someone would be like, try this on guitar, or whatever. Like, yeah, we can don't sing like that. Just stop <laughs> singing like that, <laughs> right? And this year on Halloween, do you know where you're gonna play? Oh. <clears throat> well, this year on Halloween, since the our album is coming out, we're playing a, a local show on November seventh as our release show. So we're not actually that's playing. That's our Halloween show. Yeah, okay. that's our Halloween show. I'm playing a show on Halloween, but as a different act. And I, I love the, the the cover on the the Canine Country Club. So what <laughs> what can we anticipate for this next one? Uh, this next one, the cover was really it was really great actually. Um, local animators, Brain Twins, um, got together with us in Melanie and I's basement, and they brought. Um, glow sticks the album's called neon debris so they brought glow sticks and balloons and glitter and confetti and silly string and fake glass and uh, some neon paint and we just went to town just (laughs) smashing things and breaking things open and like Mm -hmm. just making it look like some crazy neon party had just happened in our laundry room in our laundry (laughs) room (laughs) and then uh, Rachel is a photographer, so she took the photographs. Brain Twins kind of conceptualized it, and Rachel photographed it. Um, so it's it's cool to be be so collaborative on the album art. And the name? Where'd you? How'd you come up with the name? <laughs> Neon debris? No, SM Wolf. <laughs> oh, it's a long story. Uh, <laughs> let's just say. <laughs> It involves. Uh, you might as well tell the story. Well, I mean, it's. I Can you condense it? It's weird. Yeah, I can't. I can't. And <laughs> don't put this on the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. I just, everybody always. Everybody wonders what everybody's name is. And there's always some good. Well, there has to be a good story behind. I mean, it. there is a great. It's. I mean, it's an okay story. I think it's cool. No one else thinks it's a good story. <laughs> We're stuck with it. <laughs> But I, I liked the appeal of it because I, it just kind of randomly popped into my head on this late night dog walk, and I thought it kind of evoked like the the name of a like turn of the century author like C.S. Lewis, E.E. Cummings, uh, T.S. Eliot. There were all these authors that used first initial, middle initial, last name. Um, so I thought S.M. Wolf kind of sounded like this. It's kind of dark and kind of mysterious, and then it also kind of sounds like this, you know, unknown author. Just thought it was kind of romantic. And not sadomasochistic. Not sadomasochistic. <laughs> S dot M dot, not S and M. It's close. It's not it's S close. and M wolf. <laughs> we like to say stinky mittens wolf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Sir Do Mr. We? Wolf. Someone <laughs> said stinky mittens once. So since you guys do love Halloween so much, are you all going to dress up as something? Do you do, you do the whole costume kind of oh, thing, yeah. too? Oh, yeah. So what? yeah. I wear a costume pretty much every day. For <laughs> <our> <laughs> true story. So, yes. That you, it's so difficult that on Halloween she's normally like, I don't know what to dress up as because I always, I'm like, go as an elf. And she's like, but that's just what I wear. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm always Go as elf. a Star Trek character, but that's just my clothes. <laughs> like, okay. It is a problem. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I'm... I always like to go as a cartoon character. I'm a cartoon fanatic. Um, but I, I've been running out of options as of late due to the beard. <laughs> There's only so many cartoon characters with beards. So... It, Last it, year, you were... A pack, a pack of, life of savers. lifesavers. <laughs> right. Last year was... That was last minute. Yeah. It was last minute because I was trying very hard. And I was, it was, I was planning on Papa Smurf. And then I just could not get the stuff together, so I went <laughs> as a pack of lifesavers. I'm terrible with costumes. Yeah, what was your costume last I'm, year? I think I got like some you got stuff something from the at store Family Dollar last just, minute. Uh, you know, I just threw yeah. it on. I always end up going as something that no one knows because it's like a like a personal thing that I only find funny. <laughs> Like I, this year, I'm, I've already decided I'm going as this guy from this documentary, like an obscure documentary <laughs> from the 80s called <laughs> Heavy Metal Parking Lot. And oh, it's, yeah. they, they film people tailgating at a Judas Priest concert. Oh, and yeah. there's this one guy with a great T-shirt with profanity on it and a, and a bandana. And I'm going as him. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will get it. Yeah, maybe. And if you go trick or treating, what what's your favorite candies? What do you oh. want? What do you hope that you knock on the door and that's all they have? Snickers. What you call it? Eyeball gumballs. <laughs> Three musketeers. <laughs> and do you guys hand out trick or treats? Well, we're usually doing something on Halloween, so if we're home, if we're home, we'll we'll usually catch like the first couple, and then we have to go. Um, I think we've left like candy outside before. Yeah. Which probably got taken by one child. <laughs> <laughs> I usually, well, I used to take my cousins trick or treating every year, but now they're all too old to go. So I just go to the bar. Too old. <laughs> I went when I was a freshman in college. Oh, that was wow. the last time I went. Wow. Um, That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of candy. <laughs> no one denied me candy. Were you by yourself? No, I went with a group of people. We went to the big houses on Meridian, oh, which didn't good, yeah. really put out quite as well as we thought they would. <laughs> okay. Good job, guys. Good. I've got plenty, plenty to work with. So. Uh, 